What is going on, Clipper people? It is <laughs> me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am positive, even when we're down 35, Chuck Mockler. <laughs> and we are locked on Clippers, a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you this show every incredible comeback win. Technically, yes. Uh, if it happens during the week, Monday through Friday, bring you locked on clips, 7 in the morning, kill some windshield time, make us your first listen. And we cannot wait to get into a... So it was a roller coaster. There's no other way to describe this game. Yet another insane win for the Clippers. <laughs> Look, if you look at this year as the year you find out what your core is capable Ooh. of, I think these two weeks have said a lot. Capable about of the what, biggest comeback in uh, franchise history. Yeah, of what these Clippers are capable of. We're going to talk about what we like from that one as well as just what we didn't like as well because, you know, when you're coming back from 35, it's not a perfect game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, overall, ecstatic with that victory and then we're going to be looking ahead to the second night of a back-to-back taking on the magic we're talking we're going to talk about what we need to do well to win that game as well as what could go wrong luckily our starters didn't play a whole lot of minutes tonight yes so could have could have some hearty minutes left in them against the magic (laughs) yeah and then in segment three it's what you say wednesday every single tuesday we like to put a poll out on twitter we want to know what you think about a given Subject, this one is all about what a successful season would look like to you if Kawhi and Paul George were to return. Yep. So all that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, I mean, yeah, Clips vs. Wizards recap. Let's, Let's do this thing. This game was... Absolutely a nightmare to start this one off. Before we get into it, we got to give a shout out to Prize Picks. Um, use promo code NBA, get up to 100 bucks match when you deposit. It's daily fantasy made easy. The Clippers go into DC. They find themselves down 35 at one point. They end up winning 116 to 115. Um, Mook was a late scratch in this one. Hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Just personal reasons. Um, let's just kind of talk about what happened in the second half first because I think we should need to lay that out a bit because we're still reeling from this victory. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I can know what happened in that second half. It, it like that's like a hard thing. We'll talk about this later, but it's it's a little bit of an incredible comeback win, of course, for the Absolutely. Clippers. Also, a massive collapse by the Wizards. Yes. So basically what happened late is the Clippers make an unbelievable run. Tyloo mass subs out Batum, Reggie, and Zoo. They only yeah. played the first half. Um very late in the game, Luke hits a three from like four steps in from half court. Oh, so deep. Yes. It's a three-point game at that point after that three. The Wizards then could not inbound the ball in time. Yeah. Like at all. Couldn't inbound the ball. The Clippers then couldn't advance the ball um, from that. So they get the ball into the into Kennard. They foul Kennard on the game-winning four-point play with 1.9 seconds left. So I, I think like... I think that had to have been a miscommunication where they were instructed to foul. They yeah. just did it way <laughs> too late. It. Yeah. It was an 11-2 run in 34 seconds. I don't know how... Unbelievable. I don't know how you do that. But we did. This team does. This team does find a way. And I think that that's something that's been so interesting about this team. Like As of late, Like yeah. we've talked about how this team didn't really have an identity and i think yeah. they're finding it um absolutely so do we talk about we're talking about what we like do we talk about canard let's talk about canard then we have to talk about amir coffee who had a career high but talk, talk about canard we quick. gotta talk about canard i mean <laughs> this ending was all luke canard 
Um, like in the post game, I mean, he had like an out of body experience. Yeah, uh, he was floating. Yeah, he said, <laughs> "Man, that was crazy." It was like, <laughs> uh, all, all all that he could really explain from that one. He finished with twenty five, eight, and six. Just, I, I mean. We talked on the last episode about Kennard and how his sort of like ramp up or bounce back would kind of be shorter than other players. It, it, it'd be more dependent on the reconditioning. Fully reconditioned, yep. double conditioned in this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, just looking worth every cent of 16 mil a year. And the Easy. trade. Yeah. He had 25, 8, and 6. And, you know, about eight of those came in, I don't know, a minute and a half. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Amir Coffey, career high of 29. He made good decisions in transition. One of the few starters to play some actual substantial minutes. Um, I cannot wait for this guy to be a full-blown clipper. Yeah, it's time, man. I, th- like, I think get Serge off this team. <laughs> Let's make Amir a full-time clipper. Um, Upgrade Amir so we have him for the playoffs. Yes. I mean, why not? Trade Serge for a second. Who cares? Um Terrence Mann, also pretty solid in this one. Was this a bit of a comeback play from Terrence? Like, I know that there were some moments in this game where he was kind of, he had some bad habits. You know, he was kind of being hesitant from three. But still, I mean, he did finish with 16-5 and three. We absolutely needed all of this. Even bigger was the three steals. We kind of talk about, like, chaos Terrence on defense. And I think that that was on full display here. Um, And he did actually take some threes in this one. There was one that he took on a quick, like, on a quick shot in transition that he didn't end up making, but I was really happy that he took it. I mean, he only did end up taking two three-point attempts overall. But... I, I feel like this was a little bit of an encouraging sign from what had been, you know, a, some rough stretch, a, a rough stretch of play. And yeah. even in this game, I think this first half was kind of like, all right, Terrence, like what? Like, <laughs> what come on, come man. On. Yeah. Yeah. He was 50 percent from the floor overall, which is great. So, like, it's hard to be mad at Terrence on that. Um, I mean, Isaiah Hartenstein. Played played well. He had. <laughs> there's one gap. <laughs> so there's one. There's one notable gap from Hartenstein. The Clippers are mounting a comeback late in the fourth, and things are. It's tense. Like it. It's with it. It was within like an eight to ten point range for a very good portion. Distance. Yeah, we could not. Get and everyone over, was. Yeah, we could not get over that eight point hump. Yeah, and everyone was very nervous. And then Hart just decided to take a three, and oh boy, did he miss it. He missed it. Fellas, I got this one. God, and everyone this was like, one, "What the hell? This one's on me." Yeah, and he just missed it. Anyway, aside from that, sixteen points, five boards, six assists, with a steal and a block. Um, this is this is the second center. Yeah. So I mean, like we've heard Tyloo talk about how you know we're gonna see a mix of three centers, and then he'll give choose us two. The two. I mean, like at, at this point, can we just? say that Hart is cemented. I mean, he's just clearly yeah. seems to be Better. what this team well, and what this team is lacking, right? Like they need somebody who can help move the ball on that second unit. They need some somebody who can like get get some energy going in this offense. Yeah. And he's definitely that guy. I mean, like I'm just kind of racking my brain at this point. Like what can Surge show even at this point to prove that he deserves a spot in this rotation more defense like or better defense but i don't know if he even can yeah which is what's so difficult um also he and justice are a super interesting four or five pairing heart and justice yeah sorry yeah heart and justice not surge and justice um justice wasn't that efficient but he had four six and four he was plus nine so he did contribute to some winning basketball just all over the place too in a, in a decent minute size for um 
for him who, who it like it's been up and down uh, um for Winslow but he had 23 minutes in this one like I I feel like he is a guy that when we're this threadbare of a rotation he is a guy that I want soaking up some minutes yeah. I yeah I don't know and it seems like everyone likes playing with when yeah. they're on the court um this one breaches into what we liked and from what we liked to what we didn't like most of the starters didn't play in the second half which was good um, Jay Scrub, I also got to give him a shout out. Plus 16, eight points, four boards, three or four shooting. Um, way to go, Scrub. Way to go, Scrub. Um, but yeah, Ty Lue kind of had some interesting things to say about the starters. Yeah, uh, he just so I guess I was kind of questioning like, was this a tactical thing for you know the second night of a back to back? You, you yeah. plan on kind of saving some guys, uh, but when you win, when you win. It, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that apparently, um, you know, was never a conversation. Ty Lue just said that he didn't think the starters had a lot of pop tonight. Uh, had to take him yeah. out of the game. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, the question I was asking myself when they started to show a little bit of life, just in that first quarter after they subbed the starters out, like, I was already starting to wonder, like, did we wait too long in this one? Like, it clearly we wasn't working. Did. It clearly wasn't working. Yeah. And did we wait too long to get that second unit in? And, you know, seeing as how much we got down, an argument <laughs> could be made, but we won the game. But so I trust yeah. Tyler's decision. Exactly. Um, so what we did, like per Greif, uh, Andrew Greif had a great tweet. He said, when you combine their two largest field goal droughts of the first half, the Clippers went 11 minutes and 35 seconds of the first 24 minutes without making a field goal. Which is something we see again and again. And that's yeah. why I think that maybe... Maybe the starters are the ones that need to have like a little bit of a, a less leniency yeah. when when play isn't going well because this isn't like Paul George and Kawhi you're yanking you know what I mean right yeah like, it, it, like some of these guys they might not play through it in this one that's a really and, good call man you know how long can you really afford to wait to, to change it up yeah I mean but two Reggie and Zoo were a combined minus seventy in this game. Yeah, but that's like not quite accurate. You got to add those to take the mean because that's like I'm saying minus seven. All right, all right, all right. All right. So Charles Mockman making up his own stats over here. Uh, yeah. So Batum minus twenty two. Uh, yeah, it it just wasn't good. You know, Reggie minus twenty nine, Zoo minus nineteen. Well, so. we were down thirty at the half, and <laughs> yeah. they all played in that first. It half. checks. Well, so that's what's weird too. Um, Batum had a back spasm. Yeah. Why he only played eight minutes? So Batum was minus twenty two in eight minutes. Um. Hope that's okay. It was. I mean, I saw him with the little like electrode kind of sure. girdle on. I don't know. What do yeah. you call it? I don't I, know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that it was just kind of routine maintenance, but a back spasm. I mean, hoping that doesn't come into play in, in anything more serious. Although, if we are playing on the second night of a back to back, who knows? Probably not playing if he's having a back spasm. Yeah. Um, and then you had a note in here that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, just. I love these comeback wins, and, and I do think they say a lot about the Clippers. But this win in particular, like, is this really saying more about the Clippers, or is it an indictment on the Wizards? I think it. I think you're right when you said that this team now kind of has more of an identity. It puts a punctuation point on fully finding the identity of this Clippers team. Yeah. Because they never gave up all that good stuff. But, I mean, dude, the Wizards. Whew. What? What a nightmare. 11 to 2 run in 34 <laughs> seconds is insane. You're, you're, yeah. I thought they were coached by Doc tonight. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like Don McClain was just like 
destroying the Wizards in the post game. He was like, "How do you come back from this?" Yeah, like, absolutely. Thirty-five points. I don't know. Uh, Montrez Harrell also flopped on a low, uh, late foul by uh, Hartenstein, then missed the two free throws. Ball don't lie. Rip bozo. Um, so the Clippers have not only had like three incredible comebacks in yep. the last fourteen days, they've also taken down two f- Doc Rivers, two former foes. Yeah, and Montrez Harrell. Whoa, <sighs> love it. Not bad. <laughs> um, terrible week for our enemies. Awful week for our enemies. Uh, we're gonna preview the Clippers versus Magic game next. Hopefully, it's a horrible week uh, for them as well too. But first, we gotta give a shout out to Prize Picks. They have the best uh, daily fantasy prop game on the market. They offer more NBA props than any other daily fantasy prop operator, and offer all the superstar players as well as bench guys only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of. From yards to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Uh, if you deposit up to a hundred bucks, you'll get that match with promo code NBA. Hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks right there. Way it works: you pick two to five players and an over under on their projections. It could be football, it could be basketball. You can mix and match, and then you're just going against the projected numbers. Uh, don't hesitate. Check out PrizePicks.com and use promo code NBA, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, so. As hard as it is as it is to stop talking about this, I hate yeah. Like uh, we do have to play another game the day that you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, second night of a back-to-back, Clips taking on the Magic. Uh, last time these two teams played together, this one was another nail biter. It absolutely was. We got to go to this game um, with my mom. Actually, that was a good time. Um, Reggie hit the game winner, which was great. Uh, the Magic might be out a few key people. Uh, Gary Harris day to day. Didn't play in their last game versus the Bulls. Terrence Ross also day-to-day uh, with a knee thing. Missed their last game as well. No RJ Hampton. What do we think about Morris? So it's just tough to say. Like with the you know the timeline obviously being as condensed as, as it is. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if like sort of personal reasons did keep him out of this one as sure. well. Yeah. Uh, with Batum having the back spasm possibility though, man, it would be really nice to have some assurance of Morris in this one, even though. He had a terrible outing last time against the Magic. I think he was like one of eleven or something. Yeah, it was rough. Um, hope Morris takes all the time he needs. Yes, absolutely. Hope Batum's back is going to go. But what if we... there's no Batum, you know what I mean? Yeah. Think about the timeline. I don't know. <laughs> what do we need to do well on this one? Do we go down by thirty in this one or no? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'm thinking no. But so that goes into kind of what we we need to start with good defense. And when I say start, I literally mean from the tip. Absolutely. Um. Like there was just there was just no defense versus the Wizards early. Yeah, like the paint was open. Guys were missing shots at the rim for the Clippers, which doesn't make things easy. But like easy looks, just all the things you don't want to see from the Clippers defense. Um, we also can't foul this time. One of the only reasons last time the game was close versus the Magic is because we sent him the line twenty four times. Terrence Ross had thirteen of those free throws. Yeah. So like, let's just avoid that. I think we'll be good. This Magic team puts up the third fewest points in the league. Like yeah. we can, they they have a tough time scoring, and they like can't really shoot threes. Um, yeah, so you you do have to be physical, but avoid the fouling. For yeah, sure. Let's just play like just average defense. Yeah, absolutely. Just and average then defense. I think it's time to jumpstart the offense. I think that I'm, we need I'm to fine be. With that. I think we need to be spoon feeding Luke Kennard in this game. Let's do it, dude. Look, last time out against the Magic. The entire team shot 50% from three. This was completely bolstered by Luke Kennard, who went five of eight. No (laughs) Clipper who took more than two three-point attempts shot better than 33%. Let him shoot. So the question becomes, like, 
Is Kennard a starter? Like, what do you do? Ooh, man, that's a really good question. I don't think you start him right now. I don't think right now is the time, but it does bear a conversation. It bears a and conversation. When more guys are out, start him. But he's going to be coming off the bench in the playoffs. He's going to be coming off the bench when guys are fully healthy. Keep him comfortable. Keep him comfortable. Keep him in this, like, because, like, there's a lot of valuable things you can bring to a bench unit facing a majority bench defense. Spacing yep. is the most valuable thing. Oh, absolutely. For going up against yeah, the bench absolutely. defense. And he's comfortable right now. He's playing, like, these last two games have been, like, some of the best basketball he's played for the Clippers? I mean, like, this... Is like, that crazy? That last game was, like, maybe his best game ever. This game was all over. I mean, it wasn't just the scoring. It wasn't just the last minute, like, the late threes. I mean, he can facilitate and move the offense. He's, you know, doing his best to rebound, even given his, like, physical yeah. limitations. Like, I don't know. It's a bit of a conundrum, but... Yeah, uh, a conundrum. A conundrum. I love it. <laughs> but we do need to figure out what rotations are going to work, I think, a little bit sooner in this one because I think it's a lot harder to get over a hill like we, you know, or a hole rather well, than the we bench dug be ourselves tired. into. Yeah, yeah. And and that's something that I, like, can lead us into what could go wrong. Yeah. Like, I just... We talk about consistency being a problem all the time. Can we get a similar <laughs> bench performance? We saw a whole bunch of consistency issues in the game against the, the Wizards. <laughs> like, can we get a similar bench performance on the second night of a back-to-back? -back? I mean, I don't think we can count on 25 from Luke, 29 from Coffee, 16 from Hart, but... 30 from Coffee. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying, though, because, I mean, they're going to have some tired legs for sure. Yes. Terrence, I think, can still keep it up. I would like to see more of what we saw tonight in the second half from Terrence. Um, yeah, just just better decision making, taking threes, not being hesitant. Yeah, um, and I think that that can help. And Terrence Mann actually had a great game last night against the Magic. He finished with sixteen nine and two, almost had that double double. Oh yeah, um, with the boards. So, yeah, I I it's something that could go wrong, but I do have confidence just with how this team has has been performing over the past two weeks. What? else could go wrong in this one cole anthony uh is an issue yes. for the clippers we saw him almost kind of make this way too interesting when we played him last time he had 23 points five threes i'm hoping the rest that reggie and zoo got goes a long way to kind of help him with the pick and roll defense and him like just making life uncomfortable close to the basket he's a yeah. he's an absurd finisher yeah and zoo did not have a great outing last time against the Magic. He no. didn't have a great outing tonight, though it was limited against oh, the Wizards. from the field is crazy. After the streak he'd been on, well, and to go 0-5 oh, from the field? I mean, we just talked about in, in the preview even, I, I thought with some of the size mismatches, we could kind of take advantage of, of having Zoo offensively, and yeah. it just didn't really end up happening. I don't know. There was no fight in that game against Wizards in the first half. Also, we didn't talk about this in the recap. What the hell is up with the Wizards crowd? They were up 30. No one said a word the whole time. Yeah, it was very quiet. In there. And then they really got into it when they were giving the game away. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was very weird. Also, the sound was odd. They were like playing music very faintly. Goofy stuff going on over there in DC at those home games. Um, Goofy stuff. Indeed. And then let's just, I, I, I said, but just, let's just be locked in from the start. Yeah. We can't like, the Magic have won nine games this season. It'd Nine be, times. It'd also be one of those things like where I just hope that we can keep momentum going this time because I, I yeah. just feel like it's so much up and down play, which is understandable. You know, it's understandable sure. given given the roster issues. It's it's understandable given the rigors of the schedule that the Clippers the have The road to trip face. as well. We're in the, the middle of it. The road trip as well. But like, I just think like 
you got to try to run with as much momentum as you can from a win like this. Absolutely. Like, uh, yeah, just keep that win in your sails, boys. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Are you going to try and predict this game at all? Second night of a back-to-back. Oh, we're going 2-0 and on the back-to-back. On the Tada? We're going 2-0 and on the Tada trip, Let's baby. Let's do it. Um, all right. Coming up, we're going to be talking, what you say Wednesday, the Kawhi and Paul George back edition. But first, Will, talk to me about Built Bars. All right. Look, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. You know that if you listen to this podcast. But what you, what you may not know is that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's truly something for everyone. It's cool. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're definitely missing out. They got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies, and cream, and German chocolate. Ooh, Yummy. Not you want to know what my favorite flavor is? What is it? All of them. I can never decide, which is why they have a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Look, keep going on about the flavors, but not only are these bars the best tasting, they're also healthy. Check out these macros. Each bar has 17 to 18 grams protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams sugar, and only four to five grams net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Pretty neat, huh? Cool. And right now, we have a very special offer for our listeners. If you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON. For 15% off at built.com. All right. We're back with What You Say Wednesday. Hey, what do you say? Um, hope everyone's doing good. Man, I am so hyped up off that freaking win. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, like, I got to go to work today. I don't know what's going to go on. Um, so every Wednesday, we, we ask a question uh, on Twitter. Clippers related. You can vote on it over at Locked on Clips. This question was, if PG... Been a lot of scuttlebutt about this recently. Um, if PG and Kawhi are able to return this season... What does a successful season look like to you? The options were we made the playoffs, made it to the second round, made it to the Western Conference Finals, other, with reply below. Will, where would you vote in this? Well, I guess, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of just leaning towards we made the playoffs. Like, I think that if Kawhi and Paul George end up able to come back let's say they don't come back until they they don't have ramp up time they can't come back until the playoffs i think even getting those sort of reps with what we already have learned that the core of this team can do to me that's a success right because i love that answer look man this i don't know that this is the year and i'm not going to get down on like i'm I'm not down on the team or anything like that but i think it's fair to say that just with how things have gone i don't i don't know if this is the year that that we make our run that we make the big push i'm not saying it's impossible absolutely i'm just saying like from the way the season has played out and the limited amount of time these guys have gotten together i just don't know that this is the year but i think that any reps assuming that Kawhi and paul george are fully healthy yeah and this team you know some other guys get a moment and maybe a big moment yeah I, i think that that is to me that's success damn that's i'm hyped up um the majority did not agree with you. 53% voted we made it to the conference finals. Well, F me, guys. Uh, 14% of people voted for we made the playoffs. 19% voted for made it to the second round. 53 made it to the Western Conference Finals. And uh, 14% also voted for other. Stu Quinn, shout out Stu Quinn, said, being realistic here, Kawhi is likely to have a lot of rest. I, s- I said second round, but would still think we could have a championship ceiling. We'd definitely be the team no one wants to play. I love that last point. Yeah. Is that's what I'm hyped up for. I'm just excited. So I think I might be in the made it to the second round thing. Cause I think 
I think the ramp up thing was kind of a common theme in a lot of these answers because a lot of like uh, Clipper Isaiah said, I think the finals is our ceiling, but if we can't get that much reps pre playoffs for Klein PG, I don't really expect that much. This team will need some games to mesh, which, and that's where it comes down to, right? Like it's different if they come in like a week before the playoffs and even, even just two weeks before the playoffs. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, and we know this team, like even with Kawhi and Paul George to sometimes be a slow starting team, even when they have, like even when they have played all season and that, you know, it's just one of those things. They're closers, not always starters, but they're closers. Yeah, for uh, sure. And I think that, you know, if you have people, you kind of already have those tendencies. Plus you have people ramping back from injury. Like, you know, like I said, I, of course the ceiling, is a championship. Of course the ceiling oh, yeah. is a championship. I, I, I don't both, think the ceiling exists. If, if they're both healthy, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, like I said, I still just, I don't know that this is the year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, DJF Primal said, let's put it like this. I choose other. Here's why. Love it. If Kawhi and PG come back, how much time do they have to get to gel with the rest of the team? Hopefully enough. We've been hanging around the teams in the West for a while. So if they do come back, we should get back to Western Conference Finals and more. Uh, Paul Bover actually had to take very similar to yours. Okay. He said, I don't care so much about going deep in the playoffs this year. To me, a successful season would mean finishing with the feeling that Kawhi and PG are ready to go next year. Absolutely. Like I, I think that that I think that that's great. And like I mean, like I said, I'm not out on our like playoff odds. I mean we know if we, we know, go down twenty five games, twenty five points in every playoff game, we'll just go undefeated in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> gotta start every series 0 and two. Yeah. Can we ask for a <laughs> handicap to start the games? We'd be like, hey, uh, tack on ten. <laughs> for the other team real quick, won't you? Uh what about what do you what's the success for you? Positive? Success for me. I want to go with made it to the second round. Okay. I'm gonna go success. Um and the other thing is if we if we don't make it to the second round, I'm not gonna be disappointed with how the season went. No, it's um, fair to have expectations, of course. But part of it, I'm just high as hell off this win. Yeah. Which is great. Um I wish this is a game like this is when I wish Kawhi had used social media more because we know he's hyped on what he saw. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know, Paul have, George is talking about it. Yeah. And you know, he'd have great memes. Kawhi probably has the weirdest memes of anybody. <laughs> you think he's got team. a nice collection? Oh, yeah. Well, I, how about this? I don't even think he has a collection. He it's just, all off the top. He just has them off. He just finds them. He knows exactly <laughs> what to Google, or what to put into the image board. He's not, he doesn't keep a folder on his phone. <laughs> no, he can't, I don't think he has a phone. New enough to keep a folder on. He didn't even know. Remember, he didn't know. Where does he, he find memes? They just come to him, man. He's Kawhi. <laughs> just come to him. How does he get sponsorship deals? Um, no, I yeah, I would put second round. I'm just really excited for this team. Um, the core, we know what they can do. They can do. I mean, hopefully, they can learn how to start a little better than putting themselves behind the eight ball so much. But continue to keep up this great defense, and you know, just find some continuity and consistency offensively and the pieces are all there is the yeah. thing and we've seen that like we've seen the individual performances and then we get you know complete performances from rotation guys in games like this that are so reassuring and it's just that's why i think that maybe this isn't the years because it's hard to get all those things together it's been a nightmare right year place in, in that sense absolutely um because <sighs> winning a championship is like it's half about i mean like it's partially about being the best team for sure it's also just about peaking at the right time. Like, yeah, and being healthy. Yeah. And just who's healthiest the longest. Yeah. Um, either way, cannot wait to bring you more of this Clippers news. Um, Thursday's episode, we're going to recap Eclipse Magic. A thirsty Thursday. Whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, 
Will, where could you tell a Wizards fan that you don't like to listen to this episode of the podcast? Oh, hey, dummy. You should check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> hey, Bozo. Or the, po- or the podcast <laughs> app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. It works. It's great. We come at you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Kill some windshield time with us. Absolutely. It's a fun time. Or if you're working from home, kill some looking outside the window time. Uh, I have been positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you.